Welcome to Navigating the Modern World. I am your host, Kimberly Johnson. I am a life coach and a sex coach. This podcast was made for you, for you to get the most out of your life. We as human beings are made to win. This podcast offers a perspective in life that has you win, no matter what the challenge or outer circumstances you find yourself in. If you want to learn more about my work, you can go to KimberlyCoaching.com. Hello and welcome to episode 121 of Navigating the Modern World. Hmm. Today's podcast is one solo. It's been a while. Um, me and Jordan have been having tons of fun just exploring topics together, so thank you for engaging in that way. It's been very fun for us. And today is a very, very vulnerable subject. Um, we're going to talk about insecurity. We're going to talk about jealousy and we're going to talk about women comparing themselves to other women. Um, so even if you're a, a man and you turn this podcast on, I want to be very clear that there is something for, for you too. One, I don't live in the male experience, so I don't actually know how much comparison is occurring between men. And one thing that I do really understand is that it might be really important for you to understand some of the things that a lot of women are suffering with. And I'm really making this podcast because I was so touched like years ago, it's probably been four years ago by a Brene Brown quote. And I don't know the quote I looked, I tried to look it up and I couldn't find it. And it's in one of her books that I read. Um, but the quote was, and I'm going to not quote it exactly, but the quote was, that shame can only keep living when it's hidden. That shame can only keep living and thriving when it's hidden. And years ago, that really struck, like really, really struck me around my journey with herpes. I was living in a very secret world around herpes, feeling lots of shame about having it feeling lots of shame about fear of telling people, feeling lots of shame around dating, around sex. And I remember when I decided to really end my hiding, I made an Instagram post and it was super vulnerable for me and I was terrified. And I remember sitting on my toilet in my apartment in Denver and I remember having the thought, if I never have sex again, if I never have a relationship again, if I never, this will be worth it. To like have freedom felt so worth it to me. And today what I'm talking about is the same level for me. So pretty much since I can remember 
my relationships with men have always ended with either cheating or being left because the person wanted to be in relationship with another woman. And and that started like honestly like my high school boyfriend, you know, it started a long time ago. And because of this kind of rep- repetitive thing that has occurred to not only me, this is, you know, I want to be very, very clear. I know this, this has happened to many, many women and many, many men. Um, and because of this reoccurrence, I have found it extremely challenging to have an actual relationship with women. And I find it really challenging, especially with women that I really like, which seems so confusing. It seems so confusing because I will meet a woman and I'll really like her. I'll really like the things that she's into. I'll really like her personality. I'll really value my time with her. And if I'm single, it's cool. No problem. We can be friends. I can enjoy that. I can love that. And if I'm in relationship with a man, I become very insecure. I become very terrified that I will be left again for another woman. And the way that this makes me act is awful. I mean, I found myself being manipulative in talking to my partners about women, like almost like wanting to tear down women in a way to like get them into the idea that that woman is not so great, even though I might really, really like that woman. It's crazy what begins happening. The second thing that begins happening is that I'm just literally festering in my own shame and in my own negative self-talk, and in my own self-loathing. For one, how I'm acting, and two, um, what it's making me feel like and do. Another pattern that I've seen is that I'll get really, really close to women um, that I feel intimidated by, but I'll never feel quite comfortable around them. But I'll get close to them because in my mind, in my, you know, in the habitual mind and the, um, the reptilian mind that wants to just keep me safe, there's like some idea that if a woman is close or nearby that, you know, if I can always kind of keep my eye on her or, or know her or that like, I'll be safe. And I want to just say, I'm not proud of these things. These are not ways that I believe are of my deepest nature or my truest nature. They're literally strategies that my mind comes up with and has me act out as a form of protection. And social media, I have found, is very, very triggering for me in this way. And I've noticed a few things. I've also noticed that I have a trigger or an insecurity around 
especially on social media, seeing a woman's life and like seeing her life be like, if it looks like it's thriving or maybe she, excuse me, does similar work to me and she looks like she's made it right all on social media. So I want to be very clear. I understand logically that people are just like posting their glamour shots and it's very real in my body when I'm flipping through Instagram and I start reading about a few women's lives or, or I see a woman who I'm friends with and I see like the cool stuff she's doing and I automatically have this deep sense of fear enter into my being. And it's literally, it comes with thoughts and it comes with emotion and it comes with body sensations. And I've been deeply, deeply um, practicing, watching, noticing, being with, practice, watching, noticing, being with, like on repeat, right? Like creating more and more ability for me to be with that discomfort. Well, today it kind of took... I would say a step forward. So there's a lot of ways in which I almost can't access these parts of myself. Like it's almost like I want to keep distracting from them. Like I'll try to sit with it and then it'll go away and I'll be like, okay, it's not a big deal. Or my mind will distract and tell me that I need to be working on something else like a school project or something with my work or send my client something, right? Like I'll totally get distracted from my meditation and I'll get pulled away. And well, today I was sitting in meditation and I had been on social media And I just started feeling those overwhelming feelings. And I was feeling them toward a woman that I really love. Like I actually love her. I care for her. She means a lot to me. And I kept hearing this voice that says, stop hiding. Stop hiding. Remember, it was like Brene Brown. It was like if Brene Brown was sitting on my shoulder, you know, which I would love, I want to (laughs) say. I would love for her to be my voice of reason, especially with that slightly Texas accent. Um, um, But like, I kept hearing like, the shame will not go away if you don't face it, if you're not honest about it, if you don't start speaking to it, if you don't start leaning into it. It was like this, like, and so I just picked up my phone. I was sobbing, like uncontrollable sobbing. I knew that it was true because I couldn't not listen to it. I couldn't not keep hiding. Like I couldn't just keep hiding. So I picked up my phone and lo and behold, the woman had texted me, which to me is just a sign that the universe is always in communication with us and things are always in some way energetically moving and working. And I immediately texted her back and I just said, 
hey, would you be willing to work with me on something? I'm having something really vulnerable come up and would you be willing to work with me on it? And, you know, at first she's like, okay, I'm intrigued. What's up, you know? And um, and I just go into and I'm just sobbing, telling her the truth of how I feel these feelings, you know, toward her, but other women too. And how I just literally feel like I can't keep living in it. I can't keep suffering in it. I can't keep reliving over and over and over the feeling I felt when my boyfriend in high school left me, when, you know, my husband left me for another woman, when like, I, I was like, I just felt this, like, I can't do it anymore. And I told her and I just was open and I shared and I didn't hold back. I was like, this is what is going on for me. And I feel like if I don't lean into it, if I don't actually face it, that I will suffer for the rest of my life. And I will feel disconnected from women. And I can't do it anymore. And she so beautifully showed up and she shared how she has similar experiences and, and we just like hashed out life for like 30 minutes and we made a pact to each other. We made a pact to speak kindly to ourselves and to stop hiding from these, you know, dark, shadowy, rough edges that we have as human beings and to lean in to this communion of self, to really like commune with myself, to know, like I told her, I was like, you know, I'm hoping that through this process of almost like taking the veil down, Similar to what I did when I, you know, exposed myself with herpes. Like, I feel like I'm doing it right now. I'm exposing myself that like, if you're a woman in my life, there's potential that I felt insecurity about you or jealousy about you, or I had fear that you're going to take my boyfriend or take a person I loved or, or take away my security around my body, my figure, like where I would be comparing my figure to your figure. Like I just want to keep exposing it and stop living in the shame of it. And what I told my friend this morning is that my hope is, is that there will be such a communion with truth and there will be such a communion with myself that it won't matter if, you know, a man leaves me for somebody else or it won't matter if you know i'm feeling body insecurity because there will be such a deep level of knowing and trusting and communion in myself that i will deeply walk every step loving who i am and loving my life and i am willing to be so deeply uncomfortable for that I am willing to go so deep into my patterning so that this can end. So that I don't, 
you know, push away another person or so that I don't, you know, keep feeling these intense feelings toward women when all I want is communion with them too. And that's also what I told her. Like, I want communion with women. Women need communion together, but we're always, you know, pinned against each other, comparing ourselves to each other. And by me dropping the veil and by me taking this on in my own life, I'm really like committed to that. It becomes something that women can take on in their lives too. By me doing my internal work, I'm trusting that the world can also shift and change into more female togetherness. Because I, I can't live without half the population. Especially women. You know, and I was, I was telling my friend that there's like, when I start to really think about it, I can get really rageful almost. Because there's a way in which our society has taught us to be this way. Like our society has taught us that like our bodies are supposed to look a certain way through marketing and that if your body doesn't look that way, then like, you know, there's going to be someone else that has a better body and you should keep trying to change your body to look like that body. And it makes women insecure during sex. It makes women insecure in their swimsuits. You know, I'm raising my hand. These are where I'm feeling secure. I feel insecure when I take my clothes off. I feel insecure when I'm wearing a bathing suit. I feel insecure and I have to keep, keep like just loving myself fiercely through it. And by me writing my friend this morning, I was really showing myself an act of love and and showing her an act of love of like the line has been drawn. This cannot go on. And so, you know, my commitment to myself is to one, you know, continue to sit with these insecurities, continue to understand them and continue to bring them to the forefront so that we can have open dialogue about these things so that I'm not suffering alone and other women aren't suffering alone in it. And I'm hoping by revealing the shameful feelings and by revealing these things that we can become a little bit more honest and a little bit more real and a little bit more together, less separated. Because when I heard my friend say she experienced the same thing, I was like, oh my God, it was almost like a sigh of relief of like, oh man, it's not just me. And it's not just me. And it's not just you if you're listening and you resonate. It's not just you. And it's not just me. And we can move through this. I'm not even sure. Like, you know, usually I can give some tool or something to offer, but I'm not really sure yet. Like, it's the beginning stages. It's the... It's the dropping the veil. It's the putting the shame into light. It's the sharing and being honest and vulnerable so that I can have my own freedom. And I feel free right now. I feel like I've been, you know, there's nothing else I've been hiding. I feel like 
a level of aliveness in touching in on something that's been so shameful for me and just saying like, this is where I'm at and this is what's real for me and being really, really kind to myself. And I am devoted to being kind to myself. Like, like I've never been devoted before. I, and maybe it's getting older, maybe it's age, but there's like not a second. There's not a second that I can afford to not be in communion with myself. There's a deep urgency for me to love myself and respect myself and adore myself and my life so that the big storms that might come in my life that I am not taken down by them so that when feelings of insecurity arise I can not be so pulled into the emotional roller coaster of it like I feel this urgency like I don't have time to not love women and I don't have time to not love myself I just don't have time for it anymore and the world doesn't have time for it anymore And so I'm going to be very, very kind and loving and I'm going to work more and more toward the things that I love and that matter to me. And I'm going to keep moving closer to myself. And I will keep sharing what comes up. And if this is you know, by any chance your story, like if you hear your story in this, I want to give you the opportunity to, you know, share with me. If you need someone to share that you have felt this too, you can write to me. Um, You can go to KimberlyCoaching.com and there's a contact page and my email's on there. Just email me or text me. I don't, I don't care. My phone number's on there too. You are not alone in this and we will together begin to shift and change the world. We will bring our people back together. Like I feel so dedicated to that. I feel so dedicated for letting my heart lead and not my brain that tells me that I should change or be better or I should be jealous because somebody might take someone from me. Like I want to be so steeped in that what is real will not leave me. And I want to be so steeped in my heart and open in this world so that I can actually experience life and not fear it so much. So please write to me. Like we are in this together. I want this to be a movement of like women together again more. And I know that these movements are already occurring. It's probably why it's in my consciousness. You know, like I see uh, one of my favorite shirts is like, it says like, I'm as strong as the woman sitting next to me. I love that shirt. Um, And I love this idea that we are coming back together and I feel fully like I am now in motion of it. And I want to say also, if I've ever done anything to hurt you, I'm sorry. And I love you. And I'm here, renewed by grace, by compassion. And we are in this together. Until next time.